Since time immemorial, human beings have stared up at the stars and asked the unanswerable questions. Why am I here? What is the nature of the cosmos? What is the meaning of life? Are we alone in the universe? Will DC ever make movies as well as Marvel? How exactly did Megatron shrink? Is a detailed backstory for your first level halfling wizard even How worth it? How many men with pageboy haircuts lived on Eternia if they couldn't figure out that Prince Adam was He-Man? Who is going to play Alabama for the championship this what year? What does God need with a starship? Prepare your ear holes for a podcast dedicated to the philosophical quandaries of pop culture. An audio thunderdome. Two nerdy friends enter. Only one shall be victorious. This is I'm Right, and he's Rob. Why start this show? Uh, welcome to this episode of uh, I'm Right, and he's Rob. My name is Monty Ike. Uh, Rob. Usually we start the show with omissions, uh, mistakes, apologies, that sort of thing. Yes. Oh, and by the way, if we sound a little different, it's because we're not uh, through Skype. We're live in San Jose. Uh, Rob's here in my house, um, so we don't have to deal with his microphone, which is awesome. It's great. It's a small blessing. Small blessing, but uh, we're going to sound just a little bit different uh, this time around. Um, so after I told, uh, my wife what we were talking about, she immediately said the oblongs and I was like, oh, that's a miss. We missed. Yeah. Cause that was definitely a favorite of mine uh-huh. that I would like to watch in syndication late at night and fall asleep to on the oblongs. I thought they were a great show. Uh, moral oral is one that I thought of after. I never cared for moral oral because I didn't like the thing it was making fun of. I didn't really care for Davy and Goliath anyway. Ah, well, but that's, that's true. Yeah. But that's basically what it was making fun yeah, of. Yeah, it was. Uh, that's true. But I, I do remember enjoying that uh, a lot. Um, we didn't even touch on, like, did we touch on the Brack show? No, we we mentioned it when, when I think I was we mentioned talking Space about Ghost the, the spoof shows and right. Brack falls into that category. Right, the Brack show. You were, you were so in love with the Brack show. When I was in love with anything Space Ghost Coast to Coast. That's true. So any like the Brack show, the the Cartoon Network intros that Space Coast used to do, and I don't know what those yeah. weren't. Those yeah. weren't Coast to Coast, but they were bumpers. Introduced. They were the other yeah. the bumpers, and that that's where. I think Brack probably shined the most, even right. more so than on his own. And I don't think I chose Space Ghost, 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 although it would be right up there because it is only half animated. So therefore, I felt like, you know what I mean? I still love Coast to Coast, though. Uh, it was awesome. Anything. I remember getting a, a radio promotional Space Ghost, Ghost, to Ghost album with tons of these like drops like of Space Ghost going, uh, you know, you're listening to this station. And it was like <laughs> hilariously not... Um, uh, this team is playing the Super Bowl. Right. The it was Rams. Just, yeah, it was just like ridiculous and stupid. So there you go. Uh, also, this is a very special episode uh, because we have more people here. But first, let me give a formal introduction uh, to the uh, uh, the Al to my John McClane, uh, the uh, Chewie to my Han Solo, the Ron to my Harry Potter. Uh, please welcome my best friend Rob Bloom. Uh, Hi, Monty. Thank yeah. you. And thank you for having me in your house. Yeah. Hey, no problem. But it's Half not... Half a country away. Yeah. It's it's great. It's amazing. You're not the only one. No. It's a very special night. I'm going to introduce my special guest, and then you can introduce your special guest, okay? okay. So it's not me talking for 20 Ruby, minutes. you're going to get in- interrupted. Right. This will be great if she could just be quiet for the next 20 minutes. Uh, my special guest is uh, my child bride uh, for nearly 20 years. <laughs> Uh, the woman who has to put up with me uh, on a daily basis and also has to put up with people saying, oh, you must laugh all the time when she doesn't at all, ever. It's mostly a slow growl. My wife, Melissa uh, Ike. And I almost called you your maiden name because that would have been funnier. (laughs) Hello. Yeah, hi. That's all you have to do, I guess. I don't know. Is it weird that sometimes when I look at you, I still think Melissa West after 20 years? Right. Yeah. I remember like a year ago, I was talking to someone who we went to college with and we were trying to place each other and figure out if we ever had classes together and stuff. And he asked what my maiden name was and I couldn't remember. Yes. <laughs> it's been a little while. It is. Yeah. You were, uh, well, you were uh, a West for 23 years. Didn't we just 24. discuss this? 24. Right. Yeah. So you've only been an Ike for... 19 and three quarters so you, you think you'd remember it yeah. 
Yeah. Almost. I'm almost claimed you completely. All right. So I've introduced my special guest, okay. Rob. Now, my special guest is the reason that I am even out here today because she was the one that came up with the idea to come out here at this time and make the visit and see you guys and her brother and make a special announcement. The Starsky to my hutch. My oh, girlfriend, nice. Jenny Schuler. Hello. There we go. Uh, I didn't give you any... Uh, I just called you a child bride. I feel kind of bad. You're the Hermione to my Ron. Oh, that doesn't even feel good, does it? <laughs> yeah, you're the Leia to my Luke. Don't that's be, just uh, weird. No, no. Yeah, right. or you can go to Game of Thrones and go real weird. But... Yeah, <laughs> you're my Lannister to my Lannister. You're my Auntie to my Jon Snow. Because um, they're aunt and nephew, right? Okay. Uh, this week we're talking about a uh, 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 movie. Uh, series or uh, franchises franchises that's probably a better way of saying it so we're going to talk about our favorite movie franchises and why and we're going to see if somebody completely ruins a relationship by disagreeing with someone so (laughs) it'll be fun Um, who wants to go first who wants to start the ball rolling okay Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I I, I haven't made up my mind yet. Okay, I, I can go first. I just could I, you please? I'm kind of going with a slightly obvious one. Um, there are a couple that may be obvious for me. I, I grew up on the Superman, the four Superman series that yeah. you know the Salkins. The, right. That that was a favorite of mine. But I'm which the best one, of course, is Superman three. Oh, I thought you were going to say two. Um, no, no, the best one is Superman three. Richard because Pryor. Richard Pryor. Richard yeah. Pryor in Superman. Uh, and, the greatest and evil thing in Superman the world. flicking. Peanuts out of me. Yes. No, because... No, my favorite series is probably the entire Star Wars series because there are many different type of movies. You've, you have the Holy Trinity, Holy Trinity, with the New Hope, Empire, Return of the Jedi. The prequels, which we have discussed on other episodes that As many people like or don't like, but I can still... I can put them on and zone out and enjoy them. Uh, Always the mark of a good movie is if you can put them on and not care about them. Um, the newer trilogy that's come out with where we just re- revealed the uh, the final episode's name is Rise of Skywalker, which I'm still very curious about. We are obviously going to have a show about that. Uh, yes. Um, then the one shots with Solo and uh, Rogue, Rogue One. One. Um, and then all the other television shows and other things that have spun on. It's just, it's spanning. It's something I grew up with. Nobody, no boy my age, at least, and, I, and many girls my age, at least, can relate to this series. And literally, I can put any one of those movies on and enjoy it without being totally engaged in it. And they, they stand the test of time, really. As, as a whole, right. as a whole package. And I could probably show any individual a single episode. And they might enjoy it. They might not. But I think, I bet the next movie I could show her would be Rogue One. And I think she could totally get involved in that. Jenny here, who's yeah, new to the Star Wars franchise. Still have yet uh, to watch um, several of them. <laughs> I'm sure I showed her the best one, Empire. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Here's the best one. It's in the middle of a story. It may not make sense. I it ends in a total, to it, total, well, total. We, it took us three ep- three times three, to watch yeah, it. I believe. Three yeah, three evenings to watch. Uh, but no, I my the the whole Star Wars, and I'll bet everybody here at least has some kind of Star Wars story or some kind of Star Wars memory or something, even whether it's a commercial for a toy. What's, what's or your a, favorite one? Favorite Star Wars? Hers? Yeah, Melissa. What's your favorite? The one with the whales. <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> I. So I think it was Return of the Jedi that, what year would that have come out? That's 83. 83. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My family, we went and saw it. In the... It's my personal favorite because yeah. it's the first I I one I recall going to that one seeing in the theater. In the theater. Yeah. Uh, I, didn't I think see... we drove to a special theater that had a bigger screen. Oh, nice. Like a cine... yeah. Cineplex. Yeah. I did not see that movie in the theater. You my, didn't see Return of the Jedi in the theater? No, my uh, brothers probably saw it. No one wanted to take my eight-year-old ass to it. So no, I did not see it in the theater. I have. I saw it in opening day. 
Yeah, uh, that's cool. I I did not. Well, like so in '77 when the first one came out, my family was in Las Vegas. In '79 when Empire came out, my family was I think in the Philippines still. I was in when it Iowa, came out. and I and I yeah. remember being terrified of Yoda. You I were, was yeah, you know, five years old. I was scared you're, of Yoda. You're ridiculous. No, uh, yeah, I didn't see it. Like I think I remember seeing. Star Wars for the first time on TV. That was where I saw it. But, but I was yeah, reading I the picture book that I got through Scholastic on the way to the theater. Of Jedi, which Jedi. I have, that Scholastic book yeah, too. I was reading yeah. that Scholastic, so I knew it was going to... I didn't get to the end because I didn't finish it in time. But I was... We, had, we had story records too, where you could yep, you yep. play the record. Ding, turn the page. Yeah. Yeah. And we what's great those. about that is, it, in today's society, it's so hilarious... Like, you try not to have spoilers at all. All of that shit gave spoilers away. It really did, but... All the Scholastic books came out before the movie hit the, the screen. I want to say, it gave though, away like, a lot Empire of didn't do that, though. Because Empire really hit everybody by surprise. The I'm Your Father thing? Yeah. yeah that but I think like that a... was before that kind of thing was even popular. Like, probably Empire's yeah. the reason it became popular. Yeah. Yeah, that was pretty cool. My, um... Yeah, I think my favorite is still... Do you have a favorite that you've watched? I haven't seen enough to. Yeah, I kind of figure that. I feel like I need to start over, honestly, from the first one because I don't. I want to engage in it and not be laying in my bed falling asleep. It's after a long day. Yeah, that's the wrong time. Well, but it's it's one of those hard things where it's like to to find. Our lifestyle. You want you want to focus on it, but at the same time, you want it to be casual. Right. See, I, I oftentimes wonder if A New Hope uh, was my favorite until nerd culture told me I should like Empire better. I really wonder about that because uh, See, starting with like, like Clerks and stuff, um, I feel like everyone talks about Empire as like this great opus and blah, blah, blah. Uh, I liked New Hope because it was all new. I mean, you know, I mean, as a kid, I was like, this and nobody was so had ever done that before. laser swords and stuff like that and farm kid. That all made, I mean, I thought that was kind of cool. But I think, I think honestly, as I grew up, I think I started liking Empire, but I kind of feel like maybe I liked Empire because people told, told me Empire to. was better. I still defend Return of the Jedi because it, again, it holds up over time, but it was the first one I recall seeing. Yeah. And, and yes, I think the teddy bear aspect is... Yes. And I tease you about the teddy bears, but honestly, anyone who like is like, oh, fucking teddy bears. I'm like, it's a kid's movie. So yeah, it had teddy bears in it. And we were eight and those teddy bears were probably awesome. And I probably was jealous of kids who had Ewok well, stuffed and, and animals. His original story was those were supposed to be Wookiees. And right. he had already established that the Wookiees were a certain type of intelligence. And he wanted something that of lower intelligence right. than the Wookiees. And he's like, well, why don't we just make half Wookiees? And that's literally where the Ewoks <laughs> came from. Half Wookiees. That's, that's literally where it came from. I've watched enough documentaries so, to know that. Because in the original, cause yeah. the original story was kind of all three of the movies in one. Right. And he turned, you know, he didn't know the first one was going to work, so he blew up the Death Star in the first one. Well, the Death Star really wasn't supposed to blow up until the third one, and that's why we got a second Death Star. And that whole battle, it was supposed to be a three-pronged battle, yeah. and that it was the Wookiees on the planet that helped overtake the Empire. I see. And But he had already written the Wookiees into a certain corner in the first one, so he's like, well, let's figure out some other way. Yeah. And that's where the Ewoks came from. Well, it's not so much the first one, it's the... It's the but, holiday special. Yeah, the holiday special. <laughs> one, uh, one of these days we'll do a special on the holiday special. It's news. It's, it's unwatchable. It is, it's it is un- literally unwatchable. Watchable. It's terrible. All right, um, yes, Melissa, I want you to go next. Because yours is funny. <laughs> <laughs> I like hers. I do too. What's your favorite uh, film franchise, Melissa? Uh, the Fifty Shades of Grey series. Oh, did you get into that when you were president of the PTA? <laughs> it goes back to my childhood. Yeah, I know. I know. Oh my I remember. So when that period, story. So when that book was like still like people forwarding uh, text copies of that book on the internet, you know, uh-huh. like when it was just catching fire. I remember a friend of ours from college casually like we were talking about something else and then she was like hey uh is mel reading 50 shades of gray yet and i'm like uh i don't i've never even heard of that and she's like uh she needs to read that book 
Tell her to go read that book. So you've been reading, you were reading it before it was turned into a movie franchise. No. Yeah. Well, I read the books before it was a movie, yes. But I didn't read it when it was just, an, right. I read it after it was published. But I just find it so funny how, like, all these, like, prim and proper was, people were like, I'm going to just yeah. read this book and then... Well, it was like pornography. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was a Twilight fan fiction, is what she originally wrote. It I heard that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which uh, that's I which mean, I never read or watched Twilight because no. I don't like vampire stuff. So famously those, does not like vampires. Famously yeah. does not like vampires. But yeah, you, you like Bella Lugosi? Or? She doesn't even like it when I say blue. So, <laughs> <laughs> hates that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But yeah, you like the movies. You went uh, with a yeah, girlfriend's I like the, the movies, movies just because it's fun to see. It's the same with any any books that you really get into and read the whole. Th- it's neat to see right the visual all the concept. scenes, yeah, and to see if they're the same screen. as you imagined or different, or just to see it illustrated and all that. What do you think about the casting of Christian Grey? Hmm. Not your Christian? No. I, got, you have liked I it? got used to him by the third movie and was okay with Would it. Would you have liked it if it was Charlie? If it was Charlie Hunnam, I would have loved that's, it. Because I know that he was originally cast, <laughs> right? He fits. He was perfect. The girl, Anna. He's the lead from um, um, Sons of Anarchy. Sons of Anarchy. Oh, okay. He's a guy who can't not sound British no matter how hard he's trying. <laughs> I remember him on well, that from television Oakland. show. What was the television show he was on? Um, uh, Queer as Folk. No, before that. Uh, oh, well, I don't know that. <laughs> I thought I was being co- pretty cool by knowing that. The college one where he was... Uh, yes, Undeclared. Yes, yes that's it. Was that's it. Yep. Which was a good show. Mm-hmm. That was a good show. Blimey, I'm from Tennessee. Can't you tell? <laughs> and he really played up his accent there. Right. Though. Yeah. No, I don't think he's playing it up. I think that's just his no, accent. No, but I'm, I'm saying in that show, he was yes. he was a foreigner. In America, right, yeah, yeah. but um, yeah, well, I think he hides it pretty good in Sons of Anarchy. But let's get back to Fifty Shades. Right, yeah. Sorry, no, I just wanted to make fun of Charlie Hunnam because I'm uh, jealous. Um, and they, it's just the it's just the trilogy, right? It's yeah, just it's three. done now. I'll they didn't it. they didn't try to break the last. They didn't break the last one into two, even. They do they not. feel? Do you feel like they missed major subplots that you wish you would have seen? No, okay. I feel like that for those. For the movies, that if you hadn't read the books, I think the movies would seem kind of empty. Like, there's... Because so much of the books is their inner dialogue with themselves and their thoughts. And that just can't be right. translated to screen exactly. Yeah. Well, I so mean, you I came with a voiceover, but it always feels cheap. Yeah. I, don't, <laughs> I don't think you understand the characters in the story as well. If you haven't read the books, but if you've read you the books, so the much movies, of the exposition, the but... movies are really cool to watch just to illustrate everything. But if I don't know if you would, and I think you feel that way with anything, you're like, oh, so much is missing. Yeah, book to movie from yeah. from what I read to what they to what made it to the screen. Do you so. feel that? I mean, obviously, the aspect of it being this naughty story was translated. Oh, how am I going to say this without something? Like a douchebag. Yeah, um, <laughs> you're not. Yeah, I can't. I can't put it into words. But is it just because it just happened to be a popularized naughty story that it was good, or was it? It actually had a decent story, and there just happened. It just happened to be a, like a, a sexual subject matter. So I think it was it. Um, what what I. <laughs> I actually, I, my book club read it and talked about it. And we talked about that it's that it's every girl, a lot of girls fantasize about. It's okay. R- Rob just didn't expect you to act it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, just, just joking. All right. Caught him off guard. <laughs> and that goes where? <laughs> Sorry. Like, this that, is for you. That you get chosen by this. Rich, powerful, handsome person that no that has not been no other girl has been successfully able to break the armor or whatever because he's he's this dark, moody yeah like bitch yeah that yeah that only like takes models out as dates but doesn't let them inside or doesn't let them emotionally penetrate him or whatever and then 
Um, or physically. <laughs> Getting hot in here. Woo. And then Woo. She, he like plucks this girl out of like this. It's like a weird quiet, pretty woman talk. You know, she does way too much of that lip biting crap yes. in that first movie though. That's like in the books. Really? And, yes, and it's from Twilight too, the lip biting. Yeah, because like it's the, the, the girl it's who played sexy. what's her face. Kristen Stewart. Yeah, yeah. In, in Twilight. Is a lip biter. Uh-huh. And yeah. it's in the books. Really? It's like yeah. a, I'm trying yeah. to imagine, because I saw all the Twilight movies, mm-hmm. and I'm trying to imagine a point where she actually did that, because it was so overdone in Fifty yeah. Shades of Grey. It was, yeah. I was like, good lord, stop it. But that. you felt that, that it was a good, tra- a good translation of the books. Yes. Yeah. And That's it even, good. it included a lot of the subplots and that kind of thing, and so, yeah. Would I you want to seen... see another one? No, it's it's, it's like it is what it is. Yeah, it's I haven't seen the last one. I think I saw the first two. I think so. I've never seen a single one. Oh, I well. don't know that you would like it because of your aversion to like, I guess, violence towards women or. Is, it's, well, the S and M isn't that bad, is it? I don't mind. Yeah, I like an S and M is kind of a cool fantasy, but I don't yeah. want to see some, a woman violated. Like she's not against violated. Her will. Nope, she's no, not she's violated. Not against her will. If it's not against yeah. her will, then I don't. Yeah, care. but he pushes That's... the boundaries for sure. Yeah, and there's a point at which where she's like, "You will never do that to me again." Yeah, they and... kind of have to find a middle. Yeah, but because he starts out very extreme, and, she and she's has no a virgin. experience with that. You know, she's so, a virgin. Yes. yes, yes, yes. She's a virgin and. So this my problem, my freak. problem with the whole thing is, I'm gonna, if you don't mind, uh, my problem with the whole thing, the books and everything like that is exactly that whole thing of here's this prince who plucks her out. She seemingly doesn't have any qualities that deserve this attention. Mm-hmm. She's a, you know, like she's it's a Mary Sue, bit of a Mary Sue sure, in this okay. whole thing. This whole idea that she's just magically. Uh, this woman that fulfills everything that he needed and he didn't know he needed it and yet she's just like oh, I didn't know mm-hmm. she's like stumbling <laughs> through everything and you know and getting all this stuff handed to her so that's the one thing that I've never really felt was you know and I think that's also because it's because it, it's based on Twilight and Twilight does that same damn thing I didn't know that where she's just this person and he the vampire this 150 year old hot vampire can't you know stop thinking about her becomes obsessed with her and it's like why why is he obsessed with her i don't understand nothing about this character says to me this is something somebody of great power would be obsessed with and that that's always been kind of a thing with me i just think that that's kind of yeah kind of uh weird not not that i haven't there's nothing wrong like Uh, do you think it's demeaning to her or um i just don't think it lacks i i mean i know through her character arc she gets more powerful Mm -hmm. right i get that Mm -hmm. but that power is built on this very flimsy base of just her being so pure and perfect and just her that it melts away all this stuff and she gets power through the man teaching her how to be power and giving that power to her and that to me just seems it's just kind of tropish it's kind of like it's well, kind of like in, in 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 like if if cinderella like he noticed the cinderella because of you know beauty or whatever like that and then cinderella get, gets to be the princess and gets to do things great and she becomes empowered because she's a princess but it really still is basically because she lured a man of power into Oh yeah, it's the honey it can't trap. be. There can't be arguments. <laughs> very anti-feminist arguments for for, I mean, against it. But. Right. I just. I don't know. I just. It just lacks, in my opinion, just a certain something. But I under all. I also understand that it doesn't. I mean, God knows that I have plenty of things that is it <laughs> is it that make no god. I don't want to. I'm not yeah. trying to tread on uneven ground here. But is it an erotic movie that in an, in a good light or is it all like. Whoa, that's no, whoa, I, that's it's no, I think they had squeegee seats after it opened, so. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it's kind of it's, middle ground. I mean, yeah, yeah. it is as there close, are some, yeah, there are some, it is seats as like, close whoa, to dang. uh, as Red Shoe Diaries as, as Deborah is and her friends are ever going to go see. Okay, so there it's, are, it's there are ladies I know that that probably put a different cover on it to read it. 
but read all three of them very fast and mm-hmm. don't usually read books. I yeah. like Housewives. This is my yeah. little dirty and, secret. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, and, it, it's it's very appealing eroticism. I yeah. Mean it. And, yeah. And, and it, it had huge appeal. with its, Well, it, obviously, yeah. the it popularity were, was crazy. And, you know, yeah. Well, and basically, it... It gave way to this entire genre blowing up. Like, there are... I read... I've read a lot of romance since then. And I'm, I'm sure we're going to see more. But... But, um, but it's a huge industry now. It's one... And it's like one of the biggest money makers in publishing is... And self-publishing, ro- romance. too. And it's huge with people self-publishing. Yeah. That's been the other thing that I think gave way to this is... Yeah. Yeah. She... She... Her ability to catch fire with that and do all that stuff allowed other people to go like, well, holy crap, I got this book that I'm going to just put out there. Because that's what she did, you know? She put it out there and then she took it down and and put it back out there again and made money on it. So, I think it's great. Um, Jenny, uh, let's do yours now. Speaking of books to film, right? That's Yeah, that's my favorite kind of, I think, series of films is books to film. And mine is Harry Potter. Um, all has been since like, gosh, I would say 2003 or so. Um, it was a roommate of mine who turned me on to the books after we had seen the first movie. And mm-hmm. I bought into that whole fantastical wizarding world and you could just escape reality for a second and kind of go into this like, oh man, I want a freaking wand. I want to go to Hogwarts. Where's my litter? But then I started reading the books after seeing the first movie, the first three books were already out and mm-hmm. I was never Only much three books were out after at the time. Movie. Yes, yeah. yes. I didn't realize only, it was that little. I was thinking yeah. there were more. Nope, there was only three out there at the time. There was only seven. There's, well, I know, but yeah. I, I thought for some reason I was thinking it was like four or five, but I didn't realize it no. was only three. Yeah, wow. There was three out at the time when the first movie was made. And so seeing the movie, I was like, okay, I'm sucked in. So I'll go ahead and read these books. But I hated reading. I've always been kind of a slow reader. But I just breezed right on through these first three books. And I was like, I cannot wait for the next movie to come out. And then I was totally sucked in. And so was at the theater when all of the rest of the movies came out and was waiting at the bookstore in long lines for the next, you know, books to come out. Yeah. And completely got sucked into that world totally. And then when I found out she was making the kind of spinoff with the fantastic, fantastic beasts i was like oh i can keep living this this is great well if you you know the 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 play curse of the what is cursed it? child Cur- yeah, yeah mary potter uh, and the cursed child. cursed child yeah uh that play is coming to san francisco and what's crazy but you know what's crazy about that is it's a two i didn't even know this melissa told me it's two nights Oh my god! You gotta go it's one cool. night, it's like four hours, and then the other night. <laughs> Why? Oh, That's oh, how long it so is. Because it's like I need to see this. Why not? I, because I, why cut it out? Because she's not writing this as a novel, but she still wants to show that arc. Like those yeah. novels are. I mean, I, I I will tell you this true story. I hadn't even heard of Harry Potter, but in two thousand and one, um, the the Wisenheimers, my comedy group, were going to. Um, we were going to Orlando for this audition that one of us was able to get, right? Mm-hmm. And it was because Disney was just starting their cruise line and they put out a call for singers and actors and improvisers. And they were going to have this big, huge cattle call. Yeah, Matt. Matt Geiler as the one. Uh, and he knew a guy who knew a guy who knew a guy and got us on this casting thing, right? And I remember as we were flying there... He was walking, uh, we were walking on the air, uh, to the airplane or whatever, and he turned to me and he goes, I just have this fantasy that we're just like, we're like Harry Potter, and when we get there, they've already heard of us, and they know about us, or whatever. <laughs> and he describes that feeling of like, uh, when, when Harry first gets on the train and yeah. everyone's heard his name. He's famous in the wizarding world, yep. but, but has, he has lived, no idea why. He has lived his, you know, 10 or 11 years in a, under a closet. Yep. Are in a closet under these stairs, and that's like Matt talked about this, and I kind of just went, yeah, yeah, they, great, yeah, no yeah, yeah, about. sure, 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 sure. And then of course I don't have an internet phone because it's two thousand and one, and I literally wait a while, and I'm like, what the heck is, what he, is talking he talking about? about? What the fuck is Harry Potter, yeah. guys? <laughs> like I, I literally yeah. say to the other guys, I'm like, I don't know what the hell Harry Potter is, and Mark Pratt's like, oh, it's like this new. 
kid's book about magic or something. And I'm like, But oh, it okay. becomes, it starts off as like a kid's book in the first, I'd say two, two and a half books. Once you get into that third one, you start getting into a little bit more violence and then the fourth and, and beyond, they become yeah, more adults. I think, I think they're young adults still, but I think also that's what I liked about them too is they get more adult as he becomes yeah. more of an adult as yeah. well. I, I love those books. And I, and, yeah, you know, I, I remember when I, when I, so I started reading them, I think they were all in paperback, right? I mean, yeah, I think I probably... You started in paperback and then you had to get some in hardback. Yes, in order to read them and then finish my hardback or my paperback collection. Because I needed to read the next book when they came out. But I yes. think I probably started um, maybe the same time as you or later. Yeah. And I, I read them very, very, very fast. We both yeah. read the first one before the first movie. I right. remember you guys telling me about you reading them. Yeah. They are amazing. You need to read it to your kids. It's great. You, yeah, I have my tried kids, to get my kids into it one so of the bad. Worst, well, one of the worst things. My oldest is into it. They need to, you know, they need no, to. Oh, my oldest. Yeah, my oldest Sorry. kid. Excuse me. They, Sorry. They I'm a terrible person. They need to want to do it or they're not going to do it. That's, and they that's what I And they have to be a little older. Because remember, yes. my sister tried to read them. To, to her, her kids. four-year-old. And that's too little. That and is he way too was little. like, he didn't get it. And yeah. I don't think, I think you have to. Have a you have to be 10. Level. Yeah. You I have think to you've got to be Harry's, you've got to be Harry's age in order yes. to get that. You have to thing. know what's not real so that you can see the difference between the muggles and the, yeah. and the wizard and the world. Wizards, yeah. And like. And understand because, what he's going through. Because, mm-hmm. yeah, when you're. When you're that little, you still think that everyone does believe in wizards, and yeah. that you wouldn't yeah. even think that there would be people that didn't. didn't. Or... Right. Yeah, that's that's kind of hard. But I lo- I love that series. I think the, yeah. the movies are a good portrayal. Yeah. There is definitely, of course, when you've read the books and you go see them, they're like, oh, they left this huge chunk out, or but, again, the inner dialogue. You yeah. know, you can't. But, but like I was... always talks about that scene, the first scene of the Hogwarts Hall. Yeah. With oh. the floating candles and yes. everything like that. And, you're like, Very and then the moving like staircases. and Yeah, that, that makes you paintings, go, oh yeah. my god, that's perfect. That's, well, and yes. I think that's exactly. a sign of a good movie was that entire movie franchise makes people want to read those read books. Read the books, yeah. And yeah. that, you know, you, you can compare it to Tolkien because Tolkien's books or Tolkien's movies made me go back and read them after the fact. So yeah. I can, I the way everybody talks about the Harry Potter movies makes me go, where does this stem from? What is the what is the actual story? What are the details that they yeah, are not missing, covering? Yeah. Well, I, I would, have all the books if you'd like to read. I them would actually, and I, I, would. I would tell you this too. Um, so when when the Ikes go on road trips, I buy the Audible of I love Harry I love yeah. Audible books. And there's a specific version. Uh, this guy who does it, uh, and I, uh, maybe I'll link to him at some point or something. But I think he's just great. The only thing I don't like about him is his portrayal of Hermione. Although I think it's actually very good considering the way she's described in the first book. Um, there are parts of it um, that I'm like, I get I get annoyed because she's like, oh, Harry, why are you doing that, Harry? And it's a man. And yeah. He's doing a female's voice, which is fine. I'm down with that. And he's actually doing a very, you know, like, but it's not I don't want to well, but he does her so annoying. And I'm <laughs> yeah. like, oh, I kind of just, I kind of prefer the movie where she's just sort of awkward, but yeah. not She's super just more whiny. obnoxious and awkward in the first yeah. in the first one, and then she becomes just so hot. Uh, she not, becomes yeah. hot. I mean, she, does, um, she yeah. becomes her own. <laughs> not, not, she not to prolong super, super this, hot. but so what character specifically did you connect with or whatever? What did, did it... Voldemort. <laughs> Really? <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. Because you connected pretty quickly. What was it that made? Was there a character or a story or what? Whatever that connected you. Probably you Harry, and you know, being an orphan and, and feeling like an outcast. Yeah, feeling like an outcast and literally just being mistreated and shoved under the stairs and told that he was nothing mm-hmm. that whole time, and then he, it's revealed like he's the shit, <laughs> yeah. and he is like this famous eleven-year-old boy with a lightning bolt scar on his head because he's the only one to ever survive the killing curse, and it was his mom's love yeah. that caused that to happen. What I like about that arc is, unlike just the, if I can bring it back, unlike the arc of he's just a schlub and somehow he's picked out and like yeah. you know, he doesn't do anything. One of the greatest things about Harry Potter is. He does have all this fame, and he has inner in his inner thought process is I don't deserve this. Yeah, and 
very much throughout. I'm just Carrie. I'm just Carrie. Throughout the throughout the whole arc too. Yeah, he has. He gets almost a kind of arrogance, but every time he gets an arrogance, he sees his failings in it, and he mm-hmm. only survives because he's picked the right friends. Yep. And that's a great yep. part of it. And by the end, he realizes that he has these flaws and he has these things he's not great at and he relies on his friends to cover for him. And that's a great message too. And I, mm-hmm. I, I kind of like that. So his... Even though he knew he was mistreated and stuff, he doesn't ever have like a... Animosity. Yeah, this yeah. Like retaliation. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. One of the things missing in the... Anything. Yeah, one he's of the biggest things missing in, in the overall. movie uh, is the, the scene uh, with Dudley... As Dudley gets older, like the movie yeah. never gets back to touching on Dudley. Yeah, Dudley as so Dudley, that's his cousin. Yeah, his yeah, his, yeah, his cousin. cousin that he lives with. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's a moment in the books where Dudley realizes that he's been kind of a shit. Yeah, and, and he, he kind of humbles himself. He humble, yeah, and he, really? he, he yes. does. He's not as, as apologetic, and yeah, he's not very much because I think also he sees. Well, Harry saves his life. Right. And... Yeah, he sees that Harry could have just let. I mean, yeah. I think I think he has a moment where he says, "If I was treated the way Harry was treated by my parents and me, yeah, and I had the chance to save them, would I?" Yeah, and he realizes that the fact that Harry still cared about them, yep, after um, all that mistreatment, yeah, shows all that shows, yeah. shows shows him that he's not that he that he's wrong or whatever. And that's one of the huge misses of the movies yeah. is because why. You know, why go down on that subplot if you don't need to? This mm-hmm. movie's fucking long enough, but yeah. but it is something that, that is missed because it's a redemption for that character. And but then again, as the movies keep going, they just deal with those characters less and less as right. it is. But she always starts the book with them. Are, which are is his parents, yeah. his yes. foster parents, for lack of a better, but do, are they ever redeemed? It's no, they're they're they're, they're never... shit balls, but Dudley is okay. And yeah. I think that I, I think that's one of the thing about J.K. Rowling is. Uh, almost all of those childhood villains give themselves the chance to be redeemed. Yes. Yeah. Without including, you know, I, don't, I, don't um, to, I don't want to spoil. What's too the boy? What's the blonde? Malfoy. Kid? Malfoy even yeah. has a redeeming moment yeah. in the last movie. He, yeah. I, yeah, I hate the way he just becomes this big pussy. Mm-hmm. You know, he seems like this aggressive, angry, you know, Slytherin and blah blah blah, and you just think he's going to do all these awful things, and then he's given this job at the end. And he cannot. He can't but do I think, it. But I, think I like the thing that. Is, I think the th- what I liked about it, I, what I took away from that is he's a bully. Yes. And he only has been able Boy, to be this aggressive thing. Yeah. Usually... But once you but... get down to a bully's real thing, is he's not strong. He's, right. He's, 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 it's all yeah. fake that he's just trying to, mm-hmm. to yeah. do. Um. So I like that one. I like that yes. one a lot. Um, I'm a huge fan. I think Harry Potter is um, absolutely, positively amazing. And one of the things I loved most about Harry Potter is when I was reading it, I did more research and I realized that the seven books, that, that yes. that's a genre of... She took another genre, an English genre, which is the boarding school series. Yes. Yep. Where you would tell about one year at a boarding school for for a character, right? Which was very unique to us Americans. Yeah. Yeah. That's it, the very, other yeah, thing. I'm like, very, love, but, love that whole life. But what I love is she took that and said, but what if it's a magic boarding school? I mean, that's yeah. just amazing to take mm-hmm. this I also thing like, that, you yeah, know. That's the humble like, place she came from, too. Right. Writing this thing on napkins in a freaking coffee shop. Yeah. It's it's pretty awesome. Yeah. I think the the American equivalent would be like if you were sitting there today and go, but what if the Hardy Boys were witches? <laughs> I mean, it would be exactly like, you know, what if the Hardy Boys uh, solved ghost mysteries? And then, and then somebody would be like, oh, that's Scooby Doo. <laughs> oh, okay, well, that's been done. Yeah. So, so I, I'm not gonna lie. When I started this podcast, I was going to do. Uh, I have a couple things that I was thinking, and I was maybe going to do the Die Hard series. Was going to be the one that I was going to talk one. about. And then I thought to myself, I have, I have I'm one... missing. I'm missing the greatest franchise, um, and the one that I love the most, and I've loved probably longer than anything else. And that is. Do I get a guess? Do I get? You want to guess? Go ahead. Is it going to be the Star Trek series? No, yeah. no, yeah, it is not. not. <laughs> what is your guess? Back to the Future. No, but that's a that's very a good, good guess. guess. That's a very. Good you know guess. what it is? James Bond. I shouldn't know that. James, you're not a good friend. I yeah. should have known <laughs> that. that. Yeah. So, and I'll, I'm going to tell you, so, so I didn't get into James Bond until... I should have known that. Seventh, do you remember in seventh grade, mm-hmm. uh, I sat with a kid named Dennis, and a kid Smith named... Smith? Uh, no, no. Lackadin. Um, 
uh, Lackadon. I think it was Dennis Lackadon. And then I can't remember the other kid's name. Marty, maybe something McFly. else. I don't remember. Yeah, I can't remember that kid's name. <laughs> call him McFly. Yeah, but I didn't have lunch with Rob, and I didn't have lunch um, with uh, Tim. Tim or Edwin or any, any of my friends, right? So I didn't have lunch with any. So I had new friends I had to make in middle school, first year of middle school. Never heard this story. And <laughs> I sat down with these nerds. I looked at them, and I'm like, they're fucking nerds so these are the people I want to sit with and so I s- sat down with these nerds and they were super into James Bond really and they were like sit here you've got to be into James Bond and I'm like <laughs> okay so, but that would still be that era would be late um, that'd be Roger Moore late Roger I, t- Moore fucking Timothy Dalton hadn't started yet right yeah. That's, and yeah. so we're only yeah three James Bond's in at that point we're only three James Bond's in but they quizzed me on all this stuff and it was like so did you know James Bond I did know James Bond like luckily for me Octopussy Octopussy is one of like yeah (laughs) Octopussy uh, I remember specifically because uh, View to a Kill was probably View to a Kill those those were the ones that I remember being very big Octopussy has the submarine shaped like a crocodile which is very huge and it's very funny it's to me. The name Octopus, you made me go, ooh, what's going on? I gotta see so, this. Dirty. Lady so dirty. <laughs> um, but yeah, but then I, you know, so I, I knew a little bit about that, but I, I remember like going back home and saying to my mom, I need to watch more James Bond. I like, I need to know 007. Never I, heard need this to, I needed to know this stuff. Like they asked me, what is, you know, what kind of gun does he use? And I was like, what is I it? don't. So Walter PPK. Now I know. At the time, I didn't. But I knew enough. I knew Q. I knew. I didn't know all this about the internet. I know, right? I know. Because they were super nerds. And this is the thing that really cracks me up. They checked out the James Bond book from the library. Right, exactly. That's what you do. So, and what's really but funny to me is Star Wars at that point. So. They didn't read any of the books, and 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 in that, this is the thing that that tells me this is why I think this is the perfect choice for me. So, I yeah, I, Roger Moore, who's the funny James Bond, right? And then we went through Timothy Dalton, the angry James Bond, and I luckily survived and then that. Pierce Brosnan. Right? Then, and then I went, mm-hmm. yeah, but I went back and I saw the the Sean Connery, Connery. the sexy. Uh, and James who's the Bond. first? Then he Jason was the first, Yes, Jason Lazenby with uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service, which is actually the closest movie to a book you will find. Even and more Lazenby, than Casino Royale. Casino Royale is good, but they had to modernize no, it meant, too far. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They had fair. to modernize it. That's back. fair. Uh, Lazenby actually plays James Bond pretending to be someone else, which almost never happens in any of the other things. Bond, James. Oh, it's like a. Th- it became almost comical at some point where he would get a cover and then he'd immediately tell people his real name, which was always hilarious, right? <laughs> and everyone always fucking knew who James Bond was in those. But in in Lazenby's, he he goes to Blofeld's secret lair under uh, under the guise of uh, another. Does that name. one ends super tragically? Yes, it ends but so terribly does that book, and that's what I'm getting to. Fast forward all these years. I think I started reading it when I was like 30. I read all of Ian Fleming's James Bond novels. And they're fantastic. You've read every fantastic. one. Fantastic. Yeah, they're in there. 17? Uh, no, there's a few less than that. I read every single. Okay. So there but are I'm in more the James Bond. Yeah, there's more James Bond books, but they're not Ian Fleming. And I didn't. No, read, you know, I, 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 didn't only, I didn't read any of them. At this point, novels. we only count Ian Fleming books because right. at the time, those were the only movies right that you... yeah and every movie so far has had some sort of book reference mm-hmm. like uh, there's also a couple of books that are short stories they're not full novels they're not full one full mission and, they're a collection of short stories and Casino so Royale was technically that. the last one that wasn't a book right no Casino Royale is the book it's the but, first but that's one. the last one that, right. that was not from a book no, Christina Royale is from a book. That's no, what I'm no, I, I'm not wording it right. Mean, yeah. I'm, I'm saying like it was the last one. Everything after that is not based on a book. And all right, that all well, the books have been turned into. All the books yeah, have been turned yeah, into. Yeah, but, a movie no, but of there's some, some. Yeah, that that's actually a long time ago. Like, um, and Casino uh, Royale is technically a Casino Royale. Right? Casino Royale's been made twice, right? But it has actually the first the first Casino Royale the first time the Casino Royale was made into a movie is the one yeah with Peter Sellers and Woody Allen's in it and uh, um, the guy 
who played the the thief in the Pink Panther it was a movie. Yeah, it was a screwball comedy. Doctor No, came almost out. Uh, Austin Powers ish. Yeah, it's a spoof of that. Doctor No was the first movie that came out, but is like the second book or whatever. Yeah, but like I mean, if you look at the Timothy Dalton books, those weren't those weren't Ian Fleming things about Were drug they dealers not? and oh, stuff. It, no, no, no. But the name. That's the thing. The name is all they took. They took okay. the Living Daylights off of a short story, and they make that into a movie. Okay. Right. Okay. So yeah, Quantum of Solace is a short. I think is referenced in oh, a short story. And I really it is a yeah. It I, is. I thought that Thunderball Casino Royale was the last one, and there was nothing else original right. that they no no no. Th- Thunderball is made twice as well because Thunderball is also remade as Never Say Never, which was the kind rights of to continuity, but yeah, not. but not. Thunder, well, what it is is uh, I know, Sean, I know Con- Sean Connery makes the same movie twice. Mm-hmm. He shoots it as Thunderball, and then Thunderball's rights somehow slip out of uh, Broccoli, the production team's thing, and, it is and, and somebody else the worst gets it. Of all yeah. time. somebody else gets the rights. I can't remember who it is, and then they they throw shit tons of money at Connery to I play say James Bond again. It's the Bond same again. people that made the Superman. Movie. I want to say it's yeah. the Selkines. Really. But yeah, so he makes the same movie, but that's the one that has all the underwater fighting, Thunderball. And it's awful. Yeah, Never Say Never is But bad. they consider it kind of a good. fantasy out of continuity type. Yeah, because it's not. Because yeah, it's him retiring. Yeah, I like, uh, uh, I liked, yeah, James Bond is like, Star Trek is obviously up there. I thought about Ghostbusters, but I can't say Ghostbusters because 2 is shaky. The remake that they made. Uh, it, it, it fell on its face, even if we like it, it. Even if our heart is in the right place, it wasn't as good as it. It was. It, I'm look. I'm just gonna flat out say it has oh, nothing to do with the fact that it's uh, women or anything like that. If you look at that movie and you look, Ghostbusters at the original, is one of the greatest comedies of all, all time, time, and it did and not did, make it. Nobody having having mm. those those gals. I mean, what what does it really boil down to? The funniest bits or what's her face from Saturday Night Live? It's being a funny crazy movie. Egon. If it wasn't called Ghostbusters, it would probably have been more successful. But it also didn't have a very strong actual plot. It was just a series of gags. The the the, the bad guy is a as a doorman ghost. That you know, I have to think about it because I just remember. Just, uh, you're not yeah. not saying you're right or wrong. I don't remember. I just remember enjoying it. Yeah. No, I had a good time watching it, but it was not. It wasn't that it wasn't great. Wrong. And it's it. You, and Ghostbusters two. Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters two is crap. Is a terrible movie. Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters one be a is one of the movie. greatest movies of all time. Um. Uh. uh Lord back of the Rings. To, Lord of the Rings is obviously up there. Of, that's yeah. my second. Yeah, yeah. We, second, we love watching. I'd that. say was Hunger Games and Hunger then Games. Divergent. That's a good and again. Yeah. All books. Oh, the Divergent were really good. Yeah, the Divergent series. And was I like the Hunger, Hunger Games stuff. Hunger Games was definitely my favorite. I was like, wow, this we, dystopian. Yeah, we've so never I watched the Hunger Games. The Marvel oh, series would probably be my favorite. I wanted too. to read yeah, them Marvel. before I watched them, and I haven't read them yet, so I haven't watched them either. But I just, I really, mm-hmm. yeah. The yeah, books the, are. Yeah, I think you need to read them first. So, I think the Marvel one is really hard to do because, yes, it's all interconnected, but can I really say that 22, it, holding up like... It's a world. It's a yeah. universe. It's, it's yeah. really hard to be like... But I guess you could say like Captain America 1, 2, and 3, but even that feels like it's so branched out into... Because Captain America can 3 I, can Civil... Can I just say this? Captain America gets one movie, and then his next two movies are just the Avengers hiding in his movies. Yes. Winter Soldier's a little bit better because it's... I still think Winter Soldier's still a Captain America movie. But it's it's a Captain America movie with... S.H.I.E.L.D. It's with, the S.H.I.E.L.D. movie, too. With, with options Black for sequels. Uh, it's... It, yeah. I know what you're saying. I know, but Winter Soldier is great. Because Winter I Soldier, mean, I think, is one of my favorite Marvel movies. Absolutely. Exactly. Winter Soldier is amazing. That scene in the elevator, no wonder it's everywhere. Everyone yeah, always I posts it again and again and again off the internet. The, that whole anybody point, want to get off? Yeah. Now's the time. <laughs> Before we start, if anyone wants to get out, now's the time to do it. That's so just badass. That's Watching so him Captain look at America, all these guys, though. Looking at all these guys. It's, you know what would really would have been great, though, is if they would have kept in the scene from the comic book where he... The airplane with Yeah. The, so in the comic book, he... Watch your language, son. He, uh, yeah, he, he, yeah, he basically commandeers a jet from the helicarrier. He jumps out of a helicarrier, lands on, the, on this j- jet, the head of a jet. Makes him land, but then the story is told through somebody else. 
and he bought him breakfast. Like he literally yeah, yeah. makes him land this jet. But he also he's like son of a. He says like son yeah. of a bitch. He's like watch your language while he's flying. And that's I think where yeah. why they incorporated it into the, the language. Avengers yes, movie. the the he's so language. Pure. He's so great. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Avengers is up there. I really like, obviously, Star Wars. I like the DC movies, but I don't know if I would call those a franchise right now. If if there's a sequel that's successful to one of them, if you so if you would if Aquaman comes or Wonder Woman comes out with a successful sequel, then I will say that that's been a successful a shared, franchise. Right uh, now, it's a shared universe. It's not a franchise. I, I I find that the longer I think about the Nolan movies of Batman, the worse I think of them. I like them individually, but I don't like them as a whole. As, I don't as, like the third one at all. I don't. I'm with you. Almost I don't. I could care all. less. I couldn't. I care think less it actually about. ruins anything that happened. One and it's two like is he, excellent. Yeah, and I think uh, the second one, The Dark Knight, with the Joker, obviously, is just it's amazing. Even though, like, like all the nerds talk about, I still think it's one of the best comic book movies of all time. Yeah, the nerds it always is, talk about the fact amazing. that the Joker, uh, like everything that happens in that, is I thought is, of one too that that you can weigh in. You know, on. Is, uh, the X Men series. Oh yeah. That we've 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 rewatched it because I got well, yeah. caught up. The, yeah. I got her oh, yeah. caught up, and we've rewatched. It. And you know what? Age of Apocalypse. Not, not Age of Apocalypse. Is it Age Future Past? What uh, Days know. of Future yeah, Past? That Future held Past. up better than I remember yeah. it. And I'm days, like, Days of Future Past. They were on their death doorstep. No one was going to give them anything. And then Days of Future Past comes in, and they were like. Okay, yeah. Well, well I love first class. Movies. I loved first class. First class is pretty uh, good. the movie right after David's Days of Futures Past is pretty good. The Apocalypse. It's just de- X Men Apocalypse is yeah. better than I remember it being. I'm we not were. usually a fan of something that changes like entire actors yeah. into a totally new. It's the same, you know. Yeah, but they do it in a way where like this is just me yeah. younger, in which exactly. I yeah, and they yeah. they do a really good job of that. They do change a lot, and it works. And, but yeah. actually, that kind of made that can always kind of makes me laugh on on one end of the I, well, only with the X Men can you do that. True. Yeah. Hey, we're going to do a time travel movie now. Everyone's now younger, and we're just going to go through with the younger people now. Well, <laughs> everything that well, went happened. Is Umbrella Academy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. not what movies you guys need to see. That yes, Logan. please watch. Logan. You have to. Logan. Oh, Logan. Oh, I bawled ever. like a little. Yeah, the, that last that. scene in Logan makes you. Oh God. <laughs> Melissa yeah. and I uh, talk about how Logan is an amazing movie that just happens to be a comic book movie yeah, yeah. No, honestly it is it's, if, like, if you it's a fathers and sons movie it's like it's an a, aging gunslinger yes. it's fathers and daughters movie yes. well eventually that, but I mean but the, <laughs> I think the, the story between him and the professor is almost more yeah. important than okay. the story between him and his daughter his, him and his daughter is very important but like the way he takes care the way of, he's taking care of his yeah. dad is yeah. so sweet yeah. and that's true but I love but it's about that time called the middle when you're you're a middle-aged adult and you are caring everything. for your yeah. parents and your children yes. at the same time yeah. and you're torn. And you have claws and... And, <laughs> <laughs> and somehow you're a, a limo driver. Oh, she's oh so my gosh. When, when her foot claws came out, I was just yeah, I was like... like <laughs> my arms were up. Yeah. That was a good one. That was such a good movie. I and that, I like. I also really like the whole dynamic of the kids at the end too, man. Yeah. Like, they, yeah. Like that whole idea that they were like, we don't need you, you know, but you know, there's, there's a part of that there where they're, they're angsty and they're like, they don't need, we don't need you. But then Mm -hmm. they kind of still do. But then they kind of still do. And they truly appreciate what he's done. They have a a clear understanding of what that he, what he's willing to do. Did you guys like the second Wolverine movie? I don't even think I showed it. X Men Origins Wolverine. What no, X Men Origins oh, oh, no, was no, the, the first. one in Japan. Yes, the one in Japan where he loses, uh, which, where he loses the adamantium. Yeah, I, I, I liked it all right. I don't think. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think the train, yeah, I, I the train one is it. pretty good about that. It starts. It's the, like, the, the only thing that kills that movie for me is the Silver Samurai is so. St- it's like this big robotic stupid yes, CG. Thing. That is not. Otherwise, great. it's a really great movie, and then that thing comes out, and you're like, ah, you just killed all credibility. Yeah, it kind of sucks. Uh, the idea, the the Nagasaki blast is pretty crazy too. I like this. I thought that yeah. was cool because he jumps into a hole when they when he America covers drops the atom bomb on Japan, yeah. and he's a prisoner of war at the same time. And to save his life, he jumps down a hole and he, he protects somebody else in the hole with him. 
and he's got the radiation hitting him in the back, and, and he almost completely goes to a skeleton and then grows back because of his. Brain. I like right. because yeah. that's a that's a that's a Wolverine comic book yeah, thing that we've seen many thing. times in the comics, and I thought it was cool of to see going, brought. Yeah, is it believable? Fuck no. No. Well, none of that shit is. Um, <laughs> that's also, the great part. Uh, Indiana Jones, great, that's a, that's a great, good one for, too. great franchise. I even liked Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. I did too. It's terrible, but Other, I enjoyed if you, the crap you lop out off of the it. ending. I love that movie. Uh, some would say lop off the beginning too, and lop off everything. See, I like with, the beginning I, with a guy named Mutt in it, and everything's fine. Yeah. But um, Transform? No, I'm not. No, Transformers. Like... Transformers. I really absolutely hate Jurassic Park. <laughs> Jurassic Park. There's a there's a thing. There is a thing with me in Jurassic Park, and I believe that literally if you're born four years after me, that movie's great for you. But for me, it's almost nothing. It's yeah. just nothing. I saw the first movie in theaters in Idaho with my family. Did and you I like just it? I remember being tired as shit. All I wanted to do was go to bed. And it was scary as crap at hmm. my age. I, I don't know. I would say I was maybe 10 or 11 maybe. And that scene with the one that comes out and he's like, hey, little guy, all sweet. And, you know, looks oh, like he's ready. And then, yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the freaking fins things. come out and he just takes him, you know, obviously. Yeah, I think that was. The, <clears throat> I like the newer ones with Chris Pratt, honestly. The movie I had seen. Yeah, at that point. time. Yeah. But, um, I've never been into any of the Friday the 13th, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween. I'm no. no, not a scary movie person anyway. But, I, yeah. And, and yeah. They're, they're valid franchises, but I'm Halloween not a, I'm not a and, horror fan. And those are a big series thing. They, they are. They keep building on all those um, horror franchises. What about I, Rocky? Rocky's I, a great Rocky. franchise. You know Rambo, what? As Rocky stupid Rambo. as they are, they're, they're, they're a... Uh, what's the... Um, Ace Ventura. Uh, a zeitgeist? What? A, a, a sliver of time. They're a, I, no, a pleasure. A guilty pleasure. Guilty pleasure. Yeah. Guilty pleasure for me. We're saying, I, I know they're not necessarily great, but on the airplane here, we watched Creed 2. I watched Creed 2. Yeah. And Creed 2 is like, it pays piece. off everything I loved about Rocky 4. Four because Rocky yeah. 4 is my favorite Rocky. Rocky 4 it is, is. It's the most far-fetched. It's the stupidest story. Yeah. Honestly, if you watch it, and think and just think honestly Ivan Drago is really the hero in that movie because Creed is an asshole in that movie yeah the way it's like Creed Wait. deserved to die like he doesn't deserve to no, die no 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 <laughs> but is that it's that He's idea a, of American uh, it's like you, I watched yeah. that movie recently I'm like god this is you, we're awful yeah. And they were like, we just come here to fight. And you will not let us fight. And, and we, if he dies, he dies. But, you know, and that's the most vicious thing he does. Is like, if he dies, he dies. That's the most villainous thing right. he does. Otherwise, he's not a villain. <laughs> so, to, but they kind of, there's some really cool redeeming qualities but in Russian Creed. But at but that Rob, time, culturally, Russian. just being Russian, Russian was <laughs> Yeah, that, that, yeah. that's all he needed to be to be a but, villain. But, you know, the premier, <laughs> yeah. premier Gorbachev stunts and right. the, the golf And remember, all you need is an Italian fighter to get his ass kicked and then come back to change a but country. Honestly, it's like, <laughs> I feel like Creed and Rocky are the villains of that movie in rewatching. But watching Creed 2, where he's taking on Dolph Lundgren's son. Yeah. And it's a really it's a really good movie, too. I've yet to see Creed 1. I just And I've been told, you know, it's Coogler who did Black uh-huh. Panther. And... I'm I'm told that guy has not had a miss yet with his movies, and yeah. I don't know what else he's done. But both yeah, I've heard it's really good, but I haven't watched yeah, it yet. Yeah, but he didn't direct the second one, oh. so I don't know who directed the second one. But you liked but they it. did they did a very good job. I yeah. enjoyed it quite a bit. Can we think of any uh, uh, Rambo franchises to me? So the Rocky franchise has never really caught fire with you. Haven't weighed in on Star Trek. Are you? A, I'm... I yeah. Here's the thing I love about Star Trek. It's this franchise is so big. You can really have terrible and great all in the there same. There used thing. to be the every other. Yeah, it used good, to be the bad, every other good, thing. Bad. I always remember that experiment I did in college where I would I asked guys would come into a room. Hey, what's your favorite Star Trek movie? And they'd be like, Oh, I guess Rathcon, right? And I'd be like, Yep, okay, yeah. Woman would walk in. Hey, what's your favorite Star Trek movie? Uh, the one with the whales. The one with the whales. <laughs> it was so hilarious. Every I don't time. know that I've seen movies, but I remember like visiting my mom on the weekends and watching the show. And she yeah. worked nights at the time, and it would be on at like one or two in the morning. And I just desperately wanted to stay up, and so mm-hmm. I'd lay on the couch with her, and she'd be watching this, and I'd wake up and be like, damn near dreaming. I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Are we on a spaceship? <laughs> I I, I, <laughs> I loved, loved it. I love Star Trek. I think we've talked a little bit about how I'm I'm one of these people that really is drawn towards 
Star Wars and Star Trek almost equally, but just find that, myself yeah, that world in find, space. Yeah, and, find yeah. myself. We had the argument of a little bit. where Star Wars really is fantasy, Star Trek is sci-fi yeah. because it's based in yeah. There's it's, science mm-hmm. and the fiction. Yeah. yeah, and I think Star Trek speaks to me on a correlate. The optimism of Star Trek, right? So I, I, it's an is, ideal human. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. so this is maybe you know uh, a, a greater peak into me. Star Wars is about having faith in dark something times. else. Yeah. yeah, right? Faith in dark times. Star Trek is about having um, uh, a belief that if you uh, do the right thing and work really happen. hard, uh, you know, or like, you know, or do the right thing, trust in other people, uh, go in with optimism and faith that things are going to work out and stuff like that. But, you know, I mean, that's. That that's what I love about it. I love I love the Shatners. I love I mean, mm-hmm. Wrath of Khan is literally my favorite movie. Reading Rainbow. I Rainbow. love Wrath of Khan. <laughs> um, but you know that's the thing about Star Trek is there's some really terrible ones in there, and you get into the Next Generation, and that even has some really super terrible movies in it that are not. I mean, First Contact's amazing. I was, uh, like, Nemesis First Contact is, is kind a of a, kind of a they have, bore. They have one more good movie, but otherwise I don't know if they yeah. have. That they failed pretty much as yeah, and I like the new ones I too. The new I like the, the I love the spit ones. and polish of it all, and I, I think it's funny. Do you think how we're done seeing new ones? I think they I think at least have this... I think Chris Pine doesn't want to do it anymore, and I but I, here's really my thing: the, the reason I yeah I think he got tired of stuff, and uh, and I think the he's third done. One was not he as was, good as the first two. Yeah, and the first the second one tries really hard, and it does it does something that I always think is is sinful. Which is it plays too hard to the fans. And it was trying with, to do with Wrath Easter of Khan eggs in its own voice. Well, it, yeah. yeah, it was saying, "Hey, Wrath of Khan's a cool story. We're going to kill, still keep it in our new universe, our new timeline." But it, here's here's a different way of telling it, right? But it did things that were, in my opinion, a little sinful, like uh, not having. Um, no, I mean, just like it. It, it, it was. Name. It's Ricardo Montalban. Right. It, well, what I mean is... It had too many winks to the Winks to the oh, camera. Sure, sure. That's yeah. the problem. No, yeah. Here's, when you have here's for the fans. Winks. Right. Here's yeah. another one for the fans. I'm yeah. almost yeah. surprised that fucking Stan Lee didn't have a cameo in that movie. <laughs> that's, I mean, like, you know, when everyone talks about, oh, you know, Rob, Rob said it at Captain Marvel, oh, I hope you don't cry at the beginning with the Stan Lee thing. And I said, why? He's not my grandpa. Right? Yeah. I know he's dead. But he's, you know, I'm not right. personally, do I know Stan Lee. Stan Lee things are always like this little nod. They're a wink to the fanboys. Yeah. And I'm but not the only one who thinks culture. that. I'm not the yeah, only one who culture. thinks that they totally take out, they take you completely out of the goddamn movie when they happen. Because you're, they're, you're like, oh, so this 30 oh, seconds person. is just yeah. a fucking <laughs> wink to Stan Lee. And this has nothing to do with the plot. And it, derails anything that's happening around it. Yeah. The best one is the fucking Captain Marvel when they just set Stan Lee as Stan Lee in that time period doing yeah. a thing that he might best have done. The best one is when he's a yeah. watcher. The Yes, the watcher the best one. In... But is he really a watcher or is he telling the watchers? They... That's the thing that I, I I still disagree on. But yeah. Yeah, you could argue it either way. But we, he's, yeah, he's talking he's, to watchers. When he's talking to watchers and explaining all of his different uh, cameos. Best one's still Teen Titans. Where it's, I'm in a DC movie. What, what am I doing? What? It doesn't matter. I'll still do a cameo. I'm a horror What about Spider-Man? What's the best Spider-Man? Uh, two. Spider-Man 2 of the Tobey Maguire? Yes. Right? I, I really love Homecoming. Homecoming is a good movie. but Homecoming is amazing. I but... still think Spider-Man 2 set a precedence that we would not have a lot of the superhero movies we have today if not for Spider-Man 2. With Doc Ock in yep. Tobey Maguire. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is that the one where he does the... Is it that the one where he does the... Yeah. He's the kid the with train? the mask and he's doing the... Yeah. Yep. That scene kills me all the time. Do you remember it? Like he stops that train and he passes out. And all they're like, he's just a kid. Yeah. And he's like, the one guy he's says... He's a 32-year-old kid. <laughs> well, the one guy says... To, says he looks about the same age as my son, and they all take care of him, and I love yeah. that. That that to me always uh, I like. But the problem with Spider Man is then you have the third, which kind of craps on the rest of the series, and third then you have the reboot and with Andrew I liked Garfield. Amazing Spider Man one. I hated the Amazing Spider Man two. Yes, yes. Oh. Yeah. but if you watch, you haven't watched Into the Spider Verse yet. 
Into which is the Spider-Wars. best Spider-Man movie of all time. Yeah, it Into the Spider-Wars so is Spider-Man 4 of Tobey Maguire. Because it follows... The, that character is the character, right? In there. And they make reference to it. And it's brilliant. And it is legit the best. Because the greatest thing about... Spy, the thing that I love about Spider-Man. The greatest thing about Spider-Man is Peter Parker. And it's just basically like... He's hey, He's here's new. like He's three new. more Peter Parker type characters. Which are just great. So Here's a girl, Peter Parker. Here's yeah. a... Japanese Peter Parker. Alright, we can go yes, on forever, but I'm right. pretty sure this is maybe the longest episode we've ever had. I thought uh, it was going to be the shortest. <laughs> so, um, thank you so much to our special guests. Yes, you thank you so for welcome. joining us. Jenny Thanks and Melissa. And um, next Thank week, you, Monty and Melissa, for having us. Yes. Um, us yeah, I'm not putting that on the podcast. Oh, I mean, okay. <laughs> I'm contractually obligated to host you if you come here. <laughs> um, but uh, thanks so much uh, for, for being here. Thanks for being a good uh, guest, too. And uh, <laughs> it is. pick Ruby, a Ruby, spot. Sit down. <laughs> yeah, our dog is, is just like rolling around terrible. now. Oh. She's very tired. She wants everyone to stop talking. <laughs> All right, uh, so that's it for this episode. Rob, say the closing line. Uh, oh boy.